You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome back to another episode of Xtreme, you guys. My name is Zach. My name is Joey. What up? And this is a podcast where we dig deep on your favorite video games, and we've made it, Joey. We're we out the it. other side of this stupid, shitty tunnel, <laughs> and we're into good games again. I'm so happy. I'm so uh, happy. I feel like 20 weights have lifted off of my shoulders and just <laughs> fallen to the ground like a metamorphosized weightlifting caterpillar. Oh my god, did you write that down? <laughs> I did not. <laughs> that's that the so beauty smooth. of doing this. That's the beauty of recording right after we have coffee in the mornings. <laughs> the it's just, just it's all right you. here. Yeah. Um, but yes, we're done with a shitty, shitty game month. Sorry, starting the year off wrong, and we're into February, and we're going to get back to doing good games. Yes. And we're starting it off by one of the better games of 2017 that I've played in a while. Sonic Mania! Welcome back, everybody. Man, I am so pumped to get a it's good game. A fucking mania. Oh, man, my mind is in a mania right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I'm so happy. Joey, are you excited to play this? I'm like so excited. Is that your excited voice or is that your creepy pedophile excited about things that he shouldn't be voice? They're not mutually exclusive. <laughs> fair enough oh but man let's start off by just digging into this little intro cutscene that they have before you even touch anything because it's fucking gorgeous it's so i good. love it I, I don't know who animated it but i want to kind of look that up and put it yeah. in after we take a break but i do know show. it does doesn't it like you remember that so for those of you born in the 90s there was this really weird show that i'm pretty sure i don't think I would like again as an adult. I, I um, remember liking it, though, as a kid. Yeah, but as a kid, we're all kind of idiots. Yeah. And I think we liked anything with bright colors and fast-moving screens. Perhaps. Um, but, I mean, I do remember it looked very similar, at least in that intro, where they're just kind of, like, running on, like, shapes and objects. And, yeah. like, it, in this, like, weird... Um, almost painting like dystopian area. Right. Um, but this one does, I think a much better job because it gives, 
also during uh the intro itself it kind of leads up and saying like look uh it's been a while since you've had this kind of a game again just referencing it in the uh elevator sounds Mm -hmm. that are Mm -hmm. or the the (laughs) elevator sign up there i mean it's pretty plain got like Sonic 1, Sonic 2, Sonic 3, and Mm -hmm. K for Knuckles, and M for Mania. It's kind of like, hey, we're going to be in line with the rest of these games. Uh, These are three characters you happen to remember, and I hope you're psyched for them, because they're about to bust out of their cage and have a fucking blast. Yes. And so are you. (laughs) At least I hope so, unless you're dead inside from all the bad Sonic games, which is completely understandable. Um... We've been burned a lot before. Um, Mm. And, yeah, I mean, honestly, I wasn't even, like, a huge Sonic guy back in the day, but even this kind of got me excited. Like, I I, I personally remember going to my cousin's place. She she had a a Genesis there, and uh, she'd let me play sometimes. But I remember when when we'd play that. That would be fun as hell. Yeah, man, Sonic. Hell yeah. Gotta like going fast. Um... (laughs) But the animation on it is so crisp in this intro. It really yeah. shows like a kind of certain care and quality that not a lot of uh, companies, I think, would have allowed to put in. Uh, just because it probably takes a lot of time and effort to yeah. uh, to animate oh, things yeah. so so crisply like that. It's a fucking production. Oh hell yeah! And it really shows. And then you couple that with the beautiful music by Hyper Potions. Oh, so so beautiful. Um, if you haven't listened to Hyper Potions, I highly recommend it. If you're into like um, that kind of trip hop, glitch hop, eight uh, bit aesthetic-y music, <laughs> then I would recommend you listen. They are super good. Um, but yeah, this is such a beautiful little uh, thing to ease you into saying like, "Hey, you guys, don't worry. This is a good one. You're gonna have fun." <laughs> Yeah. it's funny when games like have to do that it's like they know that there's so much shit it's i know like, right <laughs> it's kind of hilarious it's like don't worry guys we because because i think because for this particular one it, it wasn't made by sega proper it was made by uh this developer named christian whitehead um mm-hmm. and he actually started off by creating fan games uh based off of the old sonic engines like sonic 1 sonic 2 and so he would create these modifications on those ROMs and then kind of shoot those out to the internet. And everybody fucking loved them because they were what they wanted. And Sega was like, oh, we're going to just ignore this for a while. And then he <laughs> got popular enough where Sega was like, hey, can you just like do that but for us? <laughs> and then yeah. this game was born. Actually, the first Christian Whitehead game I remember playing was actually a port of Sonic 2 to my iphone <laughs> oh yeah yeah so he that's... ported that to the iphone and oh, that's uh so good. yeah i actually really liked it uh, it was pretty fucking good solid port uh all things considered again like i don't really like action platformers on a on a tablet but what are you gonna do yeah <laughs> um but he did a commendable job it's not his fault um so it's about time they kind of reached out into that a fan base out there and saw like look people like this why don't we just do this right as opposed to like reinventing the wheel every time with a new sonic game being like yeah maybe they'll like this i don't know just throw it at the wall <laughs> no this is good <laughs> just do this get the one turn sonic into a werewolf or some shit i don't know <laughs> yeah, make him Go to Arabian Nights and give him a sword. I don't know. What about genies? How about genies? Are genies good? God, I need more. <laughs> what is going on with Sonic? Okay, well, this isn't another freak out. I hope. No, that was my that was my impression of Sonic Studios, where they're just high on something, probably like illicit. Hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway. Speed? Speed? Oh, that was a good one. I should have said that. Uh, yeah, yeah we, were, we were both too late with that one, though. Paul, edit in the word speed back there when I said the other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I really like this intro. It's super, super good. Um, uh, let's move on to the game, though. Let's yeah. talk the game proper. 
so there's a little miniature cutscene here in the beginning. Uh, Sonic yeah. riding on Tails playing the tornado. Um, as he do, you know, he's too cool to sit in the plane, so he's got to air ride <laughs> yeah. that shit on the wing because he's uh, a motherfucker sure. who don't care. I don't take planes, public transportation. <laughs> transportation takes me. <laughs> Man, just imagine, like, he's on top of a bus, just, like, in downtown. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm the, I'm, I'm the cool guy. Ghost riding the whip. <laughs> All right, turn left here. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, right, right. Yeah, to, to, no, man, I'm going to the farmer's market. Right. We got to make a left. All right, keep going straight. Yeah. Um, I got to get my... me. I got to get my <laughs> farm-raised chili dogs. Uh, but yeah, so he's riding on top of the airplane, and uh, I noticed a little thing in the background during this. It's kind of a Hanna-Barbera-esque trick that they got going on, um, where... The icebergs in the background tend to repeat, but the Hanna-Barbera part is that it's maybe like the exact same set of icebergs, Yeah, which is kind of repasted, which is totally fine. Um, That's it's it's like, it's an old school animation trick that everybody used. Usually nobody would notice it, but uh, I pay attention too much, and (laughs) uh, that's why you guys listen. So it's it's a nice little way to speed things up on the animation side and also just you don't have to keep redrawing all that stuff anyway um they land on what i can only assume as angel island from sonic 3 and find some uh egg robos kind of just plowing around and uh stealing a giant stealing a gemstone which um yeah it doesn't look like a chaos emerald it looks uh more more round Mm. More like a more like a uh, crystal or something, uh-huh. or like a twenty-sided die. Or yes, they're actually <laughs> they're getting really psyched up for their D and D game, and they were like, <laughs> "I want this one. This this is my die of choice. The one that the, bends reality. <laughs> the die of reality." Oh man, that would make games a lot more interesting. If every time <laughs> you rolled a twenty, like a new reality kind of actually came into being. <laughs> like Jumanji style. Oh my god, I think we just made a better movie than Jumanji. <laughs> okay, Jumanji well, Jumanji 2. This. <laughs> Yo, write this down. Yeah, mm. this came from our minds. Yes. We demand payment. <laughs> we have royalty payments now. Yes. <laughs> Jumanji 3. This time it has reality warping crystals and still Jack Black in the rock. <laughs> 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 Except Jack Black's now just playing music all the time. Skeely do bappe. But then yeah, so it teleports all of them, including the robos that are there, and Sonic and Tails into Green Hill Zone. But the five yeah, robos yeah. who looked uh, pretty standard before now look a little different. Um, they all seem to have a. Gotten some new clothes, some new digs, and yeah. uh, I guess new personalities. <laughs> they are like, they like evil now, or I mean, they were evil before. I guess yeah, they were right. evil robots, but uh, now they seem to be like evil robots with minds of their own, uh-huh. or at least like they have some kind of personality, which maybe we'll dive yeah. into a bit later. Yeah. Um, and then they disperse. Because of foreshadowing. <laughs> and then the game begins with Green Hill Zone Act 1. Yay. And it's exactly like you old school Sonic fans remember from Sonic 1. It's a very oh, the faithful... Nostalgia. Oh, the nostalgia hits you right in the chest bone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, a beautiful recreation of the first act of uh, Green Hill Zone. I'm pretty sure, considering it was made by a fan, it is an exact replication or uh at least it's not an exact replication i uh in the beginning it's definitely the same right um it's still that got that same momentum based gameplay that you know and love on uh, it's back uh, for better or for worse i mean mm. again if We're you grew up out. exactly but i mean if you grew up playing this kind of like sonic game 
you're used to that momentum-based game, uh, that momentum-based Sonic uh, kind of speed, where he needs some time to rev up and some time to rev down. Uh, right. If you're more of a modern Sonic player where he can just speed up basically instantaneously, this might be a bit of a shift for you. Yeah. Um, but he does have... There is this new feature. Yes. Do you, do you want to talk about that? Sure. Like, yeah, go uh, ahead. You could rev up, basically, yeah. uh, when you jump, and then you start off quickly. Yeah, so a nice little feature that they added in here for people who... I, I guess this probably was made for people like that who are accustomed to modern Sonic's immediate increase in speed is yeah. if you jump and hit the jump button again in the air, uh, he'll start spinning like he's revving up on the ground, and once you hit the ground, he'll go up to a fairly solid clip and uh, yeah. keep moving fast as opposed to uh, losing that momentum. Which is a nice change of pace, honestly. It makes the game move a lot faster. Yeah. And For all you uh, instant gratification people out there. Exactly. For all of you who don't have a second to press the crouch button, see him rev up on the ground, and then go fast, uh, yeah. you can just do this move, which is, uh, I guess, the drop dash, I think they called it. Which is drop a good name. Dash. Yeah. Nice. Um, but it's a great little inclusion, and it makes it a lot more... Because uh, prior... The speed, I think, you experienced from Sonic when it was new was maybe a little bit in your head. Um, the reason why it probably felt as fast as it was is because of kind of how the camera ran right. as fast through the stage yeah. as you did, and then that speed kind of translated to your brain saying, like, hey, you are moving fast, thus right. this is a fast game. Um, <laughs> now that we have a little bit more... Uh, a little bit more experience around other types of games that actually move fast. Um, you kind of go back to this and say, like, oh, it, it is fast, yeah, but it's not, like, crazy fast. Right. Uh, it, but you then adding... Get used to it. Exactly. But then adding in this drop dash where you can kind of keep that momentum going uh, actually makes it feel fast again. Yeah. Um, because you can still... You now have a methodology of quickly accelerating mm -hmm. which is great i fucking love it yeah, um genius yes and then uh the beauty continues onto the uh actual level design itself where it kind of splits uh midway into three distinct little sections uh they have like a low area a medium area and a high area mm -hmm. um all again they this is a straight up left to right platformer they all end up in the same place but it's about how you get there it's about the journey joey that's it it's like life zach it's about the journey i remember reading that in a gym poster <laughs> <laughs> also i saw a lot of those posters that said hang in there which seems a bit condescending for gym <laughs> i don't get it yeah especially if you're actually hanging on to a bar it seems a bit <laughs> on the nose guys all right mm. Um, so it splits into a high, medium, and low, and each kind of takes you through a drastically different kind of challenge, uh, depending on which way you go. Mm -hmm. Um, if you're not so great at the Twitch platforming, you'll probably end up on the lower section, which <laughs> kind of, it's not really a punishment, but if you're thinking of it like, I want to go faster, then I guess right. consider it a, uh, a time punishment, uh. because... There's a bit more particular platforming where you need to kind of make your way back up to the main right. area. Like and a non-Sonic kind of platforming. It's more like Mario-ish, but it is kind yeah. of Sonic-y platforming. Because yeah. I remember yeah. there's, there still was that kind of platforming in Sonic 1 and 2. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of like, hey, I get it. You weren't fast enough to jump up here or... The floor fell out before you realized you could go up there. Fair yeah. enough. You're not dead. But if you were going for some kind of speed run time or trying to beat a record, maybe now's the time to reset. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but you, you can always continue here. There's, um, there's some water yeah. down here, which would slow you down a bit. And right. more like uh, more platforming that takes a bit 
of time to kind of get yeah. you back to where you need to be. But there's no dying. There's no dying. At least Great. not yet. Um, yeah. And then the normal platforming, uh, sorry, the medium area is just kind of the straightforward path where it's kind of just regular old platforming like you've been doing up to the stage so far with a moderate amount of speed uh, to mm-hmm. allow for a moderate amount of speed. There's not a lot of places that kind of explicitly try to slow you down. There's no water areas on this medium path. Right. Um, and then there's the high area, which is a lot of more difficult platforming, but in a different kind of way than the lower area. Whereas yeah. this is more like speedy kind of tricky platforming. You got to be more conscious of your jumps. Like you have to be more, exactly. You got to be more precise. You got to read some enemy movements because you might have to platform off of them to progress. Um, and it really values speed on the top area. Yeah. Um, so it's a beautiful little, uh, three pronged approach to gameplay there. And this is all in the first act of the first stage. I know. It's just a, it just really goes to show the amount of love and care that was put into this. So, um, granted, there wasn't, so let me just backtrack a little bit. There's not like a spot, if, if I'm, if I'm picking about something to make fun of, there's not a spot that really conveys to you how to use a drop dash. Okay. Like, if, if we're going back to my favorite word of all time, conveyance, Mm -hmm. Uh, There's no specific parts that kind of force you to have to use the drop dash. So there's no kind of gameplay force that's getting you to learn how to do a drop dash. It's more of your own volition that you want to learn it. Right. Um, So it might be cool if I could do this and then you can. So there would feasibly be players who go through the entire game and never learn about this. Right. Because it's not designed within the gameplay that you have to learn it. Yeah. So it also does kind of take a little bit of liberties in saying like, you guys have probably played this before, so it's not, uh, again, granted, it's not a hard intro here. It, it's, it does a great job. Yeah. So moving on, um, moving forward, because we move Whoa. left to right here. We do not move right to left in this podcast. Um, this, the stage has two different types of, uh, bonus levels. Um, a UFO chase game and a sphere game. Sphere uh, game. Which, um, considering the time right now, we're going to talk about later. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot to talk about right now. Especially considering we're at a mini-boss. Yes. We're at the DD Wrecker, I believe its name is. That DD Wrecker, some balls and chain. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, it is that. I guess that name would have caught on a little bit more. The ball and chain. <laughs> um, it's like uh, bolus. If anybody bolus? knows what you know, no. boluses are. No. It's like this, like two heavy balls attached by a rope. Yeah. And, like, you okay. throw it, and yeah, it yeah, yeah. kind of wraps around stuff. It's like a bolus. Yeah, it's a weapon. Yeah, it's a, it's a wapon. Um, <laughs> so the DD Wrecker has basically, like, two eggmanish looking faces uh, with robot heads attached via a, a chain with two links. Um, and they just kind of spin around, and what they take turns being red and spiky. So, <laughs> obviously, hit the one that's not red and spiky. Yeah. Again, this is the first mini boss, so it's going to be pretty straightforward. And like, hey, look, hit the one that's not glowing, hit the one without the spikes, and you're yeah. good. Because spikes are bad. Yes. Look, if we've learned anything from video games, it's that spikes <laughs> are bad anywhere. From every game ever. Mega Man's taught us. Mario's taught us. Sonic's teaching us. Spikes are bad. So That'd if you see a, a spike. Hmm? Yeah, spikes are bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'd wear that shirt. Spikes are bad. Um, so yeah, just hit the one without spikes, yo. You know what to yeah. do. Um, and then uh, once you hit one of them enough, the other kind of just goes into a rage mode and starts bouncing around the stage, 
more mad, so it's more red. So just be a little more careful. But if you're a bit ballsy and you have some rings to spare, just say fuck it and jump into it anyway. Because again, yeah, if if so, spikes are bad unless you have rings. <laughs> That's the thing that Mega Man and Mario were missing. They didn't have rings. Right. Sonic has rings. He can hit them all at once if he has rings. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants if he has rings. Yeah, put a ring on that spike. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you want it, you should put a ring on that spike. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it takes so a little more... good t-shirts. Oh, thank you. It's, uh, so it takes a little more frequently, and then you take them down. And that's the end of Act 1. Jerome, Jerome, welcome back. What did you What did you think of Act One? Oh, oh yeah, I really liked that part too. What What else do What yeah, were you? Why Why do you uh Why were you a little bit sad about the ending though? But Jerome, it's gonna get harder. This is just the first stage. I know it was easy. All right, Jerem, I know you're like Major League Gamer here, all right? Just <laughs> calm it down. All right. Cool. We'll talk to you in a second, Jerem. Yeah. Uh, but that was Act 1. But um, right now, I think it's time to do a little bit of uh, talking about the mini-boss we just did in an Internet Backstory! Internet Backstory! Oh, yeah! Uh, we haven't done Internet Backstory in like a month. I'm like having withdrawals here i know and hopefully this can satiate a little bit um i am really hoping we'll get something good here dd wrecker <laughs> is the boss that appears in sonic mania a robotic contraption that ambushes sonic and his friends a spherical contraption bound by a metallic chain and rotatable joints um the two spheres are essentially miniature versions of the yellow-eyed death egg Except they have a red nose and light blue mustache. Um, <laughs> powers. It can levitate and has spike protrusions. I don't know if that counts as powers, though. <laughs> yeah, levitation. Not the spike thing. That's true. Levitation, yeah. Um, I don't think having spikes counts as a, no. as a skill. Um... Let's see, this boss is seemingly based on the Egg Mobile H from the original Sonic the Hedgehog. And if I take a look at that, let's see, let's see a picture, let's see a picture. Oh yeah, so from the original Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, one of the first bosses that you fight is Eggman with just a ball and chain. Mm -hmm. um, except it's him attached to the chain and he's just kind of swinging it around with his momentum. So that might just be a nice homage to that boss fight cool. except now he's automated a bit more because he's taking jobs away from other from pilots who want to carry yeah. around giant death balls killing the economy dr robotnik it's like technology is taking over where are the jobs oh god the robot robots are taking over all of our jobs even in video games <laughs> <laughs> what am i gonna do um, but yeah, there's not actually too much to talk about here. Um, oh, do you know his alignment <laughs> and affiliations? Um, <laughs> Can I, shoot. you want to take a guess? <laughs> his uh, he, okay, go for it. His alignment is super good. No, it's, it's evil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's evil. Yeah. I thought he was That's just misunderstood. I thought he was just misunderstood. <laughs> yeah, um, but that's really... There's not too much to talk about with DD Robot, but I guess it is just two spikes attached via chain. Uh, internet backstory! Internet backstory! Awesome! So now we've taken up so much time, I think we got to take another break here. Awesome possum. Um, we are not going as fast as we need to, but um, I think uh, maybe we'll maybe we'll pick it up a little bit from here. And uh, and uh, Joey, did you feel that? I felt this 
breeze kind of run by. It was something like, I don't know what it was. Did you see it? I heard something. Yeah, I heard like something like pitter patter of a run or something. Yeah. Um. Who okay. Been? But I got. I'm so cold now. That was a really, really big gust of wind. Um. <laughs> maybe we'll go check and see what that was. Um. We'll be right back. We're gonna kind of run up to the top of the green hill and look down and see if we saw what ran by us. Did I swear it looked blue? I have no idea. All right. You ready, Joy? Let's, uh, all right, can you carry me up the hill, though? Uh, no. Oh, all right, well, it's worth a shot. We'll be back. Welcome back. Sup. We couldn't find it. Yeah. What, like, I don't know what that was. Maybe I should have carried you. Uh, we would have gone so much faster if I didn't stop seven times. <laughs> but I mean, like, my bunions hurt, and I needed, uh, I needed to stop for that, for that hot dog. Yeah, I mean, come on. You always gotta stop for the hot dog in life. I mean, kids. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> you gotta, take that to heart kids you gotta stop you gotta stop for the hot dog uh but yeah i guess we'll maybe we'll just maybe we'll catch it again later i don't even know um so yeah now we finished up act two there yeah. um it's more of the same kind of platforming from act one uh, except they focus a little bit more on the platforming though 
yeah. more so with the zip lines that they're a real big fan of for this act. Right. Um, so I guess that's the mechanic that they want to spotlight here is utilization of zip lines. Uh, again, they're not necessary to progress, so I wouldn't really call them a game mechanic. I'd call them more of a uh, just an element of the stage that you can take advantage of. Uh-huh. Um, they're There's not a lot manda- of like things in this game. Yeah. yeah, they're not mandatory to finish the stage, but again, they're there. <clears throat> they're there for people who want to take advantage of it. Um, but they do have some of that bullshit from the first Sonic game that I do remember in this stage. Um, what? Tell us. So, Stop not telling us. Okay, I'm getting to it. So, <laughs> don't rush me. I'm already feeling so rushed. Um, Gotta get through so this. There was, so these bounce pads, you know, that usually yeah. progress you forward, right? Right. But they do still have those bounce pads that will just kind of knock you backwards again. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you're just kind of going at a full clip and not really paying attention, you'll just run into a fucking rock that just happens to have a bounce pad facing the exact opposite way that you need to go. And then you just lose all that momentum and go the opposite way. And you're like, well, fuck me. (laughs) I guess we're going this way now, but it's the wrong way. You got to stop all that momentum and go back the other way. Yeah. But often it leads you back into the right way. Just like a little detour. Sometimes, but there are just some that just yeah. knock you backwards for the fuck of it. Yeah. Which was the dumbest thing even back in the day. Because why? Why are you punishing me for like that? Right. I appreciate in Act 1 where if I forgot to do a jump, you just send me to a lower path. But why are you actively pushing me backwards with that? Right. That's like, that's some of the stuff that I could have forgotten from the first Sonic. Yeah. You agree? I, I agree. Yeah. Um, but I am immediately satiated by them, in, including, uh, power-up from Sonic 3 here, the fire power-up. Ooh, yeah. So, like the game, like in the third game, uh, if you jump and jump again with this, uh, you do a flaming dash forward in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike in Sonic 3, though, uh, it has environmental impacts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Smokey the Bear actually comes over to you and he says, What are you doing in my forest? Don't don't light the hill on fire. Are you crazy? What are you doing? Oh we got a bigger prevent forest fires. <laughs> Is he Smokey the Bear or like Bill Cosby? <laughs> Don't the forest fires and the good What are you doing in my forest? <laughs> Gotta add this to our collection of characters. Bill Cosby, uh, Smokey the Bear. No, I don't want him in my in my entourage. <laughs> Go away, Smokey the Bear, Bill Cosby. <laughs> oh, crazy, you never. Good, I hated that guy. Um, moving on. So, yes, it can have actual environmental impacts here where if you're on a bridge that's made out of wood or specific bridges made out of wood or you're on the... Uh, wooden rotating platforms that have spikes on them, uh, it'll just burn it away and you'll fall right down. Yeah. So it kind of makes for new uh, ways to traverse the levels there. Mm -hmm. Um, Kind of giving you new options of how to proceed forward, which is great. Love it. It's a, it's a good, it's a, almost like a, like a smack your head moment where you're like, duh, why didn't we think of that? (laughs) Like, it's such a good idea. It's a simple idea. And it's like, Good. It pays off. Yeah. It, it makes for a more interesting stage design because now you can say like, oh, well, I could normally just run across this platform or I could have the fire one burn the platform, go below it and take an entirely different route. Yeah. So many options. So it really adds to that replayability because uh, if I remember anything, Sonic is all about replayability yeah. and they really, they're really pushing it hard. Um... So as you move forward, though, there's a cool little detail I just happened to notice where you're kind of where you can run on water. Yeah. Uh, if you're going fast enough for a little bit, right. I think that's fucking great. Obviously, come on. Who doesn't it really want to just, run on water? I know. You know, uh, 
In that scene, you, you watch The Incredibles? Yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Remember that scene where he I just, do. like, keeps running and he runs on water and he's like, ha! And he just, like, fucking yeah, keeps yeah. running? Best scene like, in the movie. That's such a fucking good scene. Yeah. Uh, it just kind of, anytime I see something like that, it just reminds me of that scene. And I was just like, oh, I love it. So fucking good. Yeah. Um, but about halfway into the stage, though, there's a nice little setup to help advance you to the upper path. Again, um, breaking it up into upper or lower paths. If you want to take the upper path, your platforming has to be on point where you jump onto the different enemies and kind of navigate your way to this top area in a quick and precise manner. <laughs> yes. So, skill-based so it's skill-based progression, yo. Yeah, genius. Which is great, as opposed to luck-based progression or just no progression at all. <laughs> um, it kind of rewards players for being for being good at the game. Yeah. Which but is you don't fucking have to be good. That's which sense. is weird because a lot of games just don't do that sometimes. Yeah, true. <laughs> They'll just kind of shoot on you, regardless of how good you yeah, are. Yeah, they'll just do their thing and be like, play this. I don't care. I By the way, Joe. Yeah? This fucking soundtrack is a banger, isn't it? It's like, oh, I mean, it's like, Sonic. Yes. I mean, as the as the guy who makes all of the music on our on our podcast here, what do you, what do you think about it? I think Sonic always had good music. Mm-hmm. It's like, I it think, fits uh, so well. Yeah, and the guy uh, who wrote the soundtrack, T. Lopes, uh, did a really good, uh, really uh, interesting thing where he would uh, do an homage to the first, to the yeah. like previous game uh, in the first act, and then in the second act, he would kind of keep a similar vibe but give his own little spin to it. Right. So, granted, some not all of the stages are ripped from previous games some of them are just brand new and he had to make those soundtracks himself but for uh homages to old stages he would do this cool thing where it's like original and then in act one and act two it's like the remix version right it's a classic uh thing to do yeah also, right also like a very like good thing <laughs> you're very eloquent with your words yeah yes good <laughs> I, I, I thought you just did. had your coffee. Yes. I'm very pepped up right now. <laughs> pepped. This is, this is pepped to Joey. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so as we move through here, it introduces one more power-up, which is the water shield, um, which is basically allowing you to be better in water. Uh, you can do a a jump, a bounce on the ground now. And there's no need for you to worry about uh, breathing underwater. Yeah. And you have just easier movement in the water in general. Yeah. Because why not? So, yeah, because obviously it needs something like that because Sonic doesn't deal well with water. Right. He's great on the land. In the water, he's like a, a fish a on the, out of water. He's, he's a like a in water. Exactly. That's a much better way of putting it. He's like a hedgehog in water. Hedgehogs don't deal well with water. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, the stage is pretty self-explanatory up until the end here where we get to the the boss, boss. here, which is the Death Egg Robot. Death Egg Robot. Which Thanks is like, yeah, which is usually they save that for like the end of the game. Yeah, it's like what I remember are they it being like now? a. I remember it being like an end boss. Right. So they're really starting it off hard here. Yeah. Um, but as opposed to like previous entries where uh, you would fight this thing in a static area, um, and just kind of like a square box, you would have the fight. Right. He's actually just actively chasing you. Yeah, it's so like a side scroller now. It's like a side scrolling boss fight, which is a very yeah. interesting take on it. Yeah. So. He'll keep chasing you, and the screen keeps moving, but you have to kind of make sure you're both out of the way of his attacks and still moving forward and yeah. attacking him back. So there's a lot to kind of pay attention to here. Yeah, it's like a whole level in itself. I like it. Exactly, and it really makes for an interesting boss fight, um, as opposed to like comparing it to the first one, where it was just a static screen, and you're fighting these two pretty 
uh, easy robots, it right. kind of ramps up the difficulty in terms of boss fights. Yeah. Um, Robotnik here has uh, main, three main attacks where he has an auto-lock bomb shot where he shoots bombs that look like himself onto the field. Um, he has an auto-locking arm, cr- arm shots where he shoots his arm out at you. Mm-hmm. Um, where you where a cool little detail is you can actually jump on his extended arm to progress up and you know Ooh, jump on his head which is a, it's a cool little detail because i would have as a kid tried to do that and be like oh man what if like i could jump on his arm and like run up there and like smash him in the face yeah and then you know what they're just like they yeah, did you it. can just you can just do that it's cool yeah. um and then his other attack is i don't know like moving slightly faster um there's not too much to it which is kind of again it's still the first world boss right a first zone boss if you will so it's not going to be overly complicated but it's a good step up from the previous fight's difficulty agreed so it's good uh good progression there um but weirdly enough um i noticed this actually they were playing this game at uh games done quick this year Cool. And they pointed this out, I didn't realize it, but the legs don't have a hitbox. Right. So you could just feasibly go underneath the mm. robot and just keep hitting him from the ground there. Even if he, like, stomps on you? I I guess. I mean, yeah. if you're out of the way, you know? I, I kind of tangentially was watching in between doing work. Mm. Um, but I think I read that right. If I'm wrong, just write in and tell me that I'm wrong at It's the Extreme. Um... But yeah, I remember that much. Um, and then, you know, he, once you hit him enough times, he kind of busts his uh, death egg robot is destroyed, and he tries to escape, but uh, the robot kind of crashes down through the green hill yeah. into the area below, and you have beaten the stage. Okay, no. <laughs> Wait, did we get a power-up? <laughs> you got, got mech suit. <laughs> Sonic is now Metal Sonic. <laughs> um, but before we go on, uh, let's do one more internet Backstory. Internet backstory. Mm-hmm. Yes, and this one has a little bit more detail than the last one. The Death Egg Robot is the second boss in the Green Hill. Um, and uh, is a giant Eggman-looking robot that moves slowly but is able to fire its claw and small bombs. Um, Let's go into trivia, because we don't want to bore you with how to fight the boss, because you probably already know. Um, this is the first time that the Death Egg robot is not fought in a sta- in a space station built by Dr. Eggman. Oh. So, there you go. Like I said, usually it's saved for the end game, um, but it's shown pretty soon here in the beginning. Cool. Um, <clears throat> when destroying the floor below it upon its defeat... Uh, the Death Egg Robot stays destroyed as well, uh, and he, f- st- sorry, the Death Egg Robot destroys as well any foreground, foreground plants above the floor. As a result, it often leaves random pieces of these floor being left outside the area where the mech fell, giving the screen a slightly glitched look. Cool. Um, so it looks a bit weird, I guess, when it breaks the floor. Um, it should be noted that the Death Egg's robot's legs inflict no damage to the playable character if they touch it, allowing the player to get behind the Death Egg robot and hit it easily. So I was right. Hmm. Nice. There we go. Um, bah, no, don't run out on me yet. What? Don't run out on me yet. Don't oh, do it. We, we've run out of things to talk about. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to get better ones next week, guys, but internet backstory. Internet backstory. Yay. To be fair, we're running a bit. To be fair, we're actually doing a lot better on time than I thought we would. All right, so I think that'll be a good time for us to kind of close it out here.
And I think uh, we'll, you know, continue with this next week. But uh, again, I wanted to say thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate all our new listeners here. Again, thank you so much for taking a listen. Um, if you want, you know, it means a lot to us if you share this with your friends, like and subscribe us uh, on, you know, all the platforms. Mm-hmm. Again, uh, iTunes, we're on Google Play, if you happen to listen there. Um, we have some social medias if you want to get in touch with us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Twitch, on Facebook pages. Oh, yeah. You know, we got whatever you want. Like, again, take a listen. Again, you don't have to, but we'd love to hear from you guys. Can email um, us. Feedback makes, feedback makes mm-hmm. my heart happy. Uh, you can email us. Again, yeah, it's the extreme at gmail.com. Um, and I want to thank our, I want to thank the network. It's uh, Never Sleeps Network for hosting us again. So thank you so much. And uh, Joey, am I forgetting anything? Uh, I don't know. What, what, uh, what's going on over here? I don't know. Do you see, I see like this guy in a robot suit. He seems to be like jumping up and down. Like, he looks yeah. pretty upset. Um, oh shit. Like are those, there's like, those robots are pretty menacing. Okay. Maybe we should lay low. Like, get down, get down, <laughs> get down. All right. Um, I think he's yelling at them. He's grabbing some oh, gemstone shit. from one of them. It's and uh, Joey, something's coming towards us. Joey, something's coming towards us. Joey, mean? something's coming towards us. I ain't get. Joey, what's happening? Joey. Joe, Jerome. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.